Hey, how you doing? I'm Greg Knapp, and this is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. Today on the podcast, find your passion and purpose is bad advice, Greg. And your money or your life. Yes? I'll explain. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. It's become kind of trendy to say that following your passion and purpose would just lead to disappointment and the poorhouse. I mean, you'll never be able to achieve your dream. You'll put in a ton of work, spending a lot of money, and into failure. And then you're crawling back to your old, boring, frustrating job with your tail between your legs. Right? Or, you know, just because you're, you're passionate about something doesn't mean you can make any money at it. Right? Sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, gee, I can't figure out why fear holds some people back from creating the extraordinary life of the dreams, except for people like that. Well, it can go like that if your passion is playing rap music on the accordion and singing after inhaling helium. Hey, wait a second, that, that could be kind of cool. But you know what's even worse than finding your passion, going for it, and failing? Never even trying to figure out what you want in life. Never even trying to go for it and living a miserable, boring, frustrating, unhappy existence. Hey, ready for me to sign you up for that? See, I don't think some people really understand what finding and pursuing your passion and purpose means. It doesn't mean wandering around for decades, waiting for something to make your heart leap, and then sliding down a rainbow into a pot of gold where you never have to do any hard work again in your life. Nope. It doesn't mean you are born with only one passion that will ever make you happy. Nope. It doesn't mean you can't have multiple passionate purposes or that they can change over time. It doesn't even mean that your passionate purpose has to be your career. It doesn't mean you immediately quit your current job and go broke trying to make your new thing work. It doesn't mean quitting your job and starting a new career around one of your passions that you suck at. What does it mean? Well, it means you were born for a purpose usually multiple purposes, that you have a why in this world. And when you find it, you find more meaning in your life. You know, your purpose can usually be pursued with talents and gifts you already have, or it wouldn't be your purpose. So how do you go about finding this stuff? Well, there are things you've done and experienced that you really liked and you showed ability for. You already have some desires and beliefs and values that could become something to build your life around. So why not pursue one of those and see if it truly resonates with you? Now, if it does, awesome. Keep going. Build on it. If, if, if it's a vocational passion, see if you can start doing it on the side without quitting your day job. If that goes well, keep expanding it. And eventually, maybe you can replace your current job with it. I like what W. Ward said. Plan purposefully, prepare prayerfully, proceed positively, pursue persistently. Greg, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it is. But it's also a lot of work doing the stuff that you don't like and maybe even suck at. See, if you're looking for a passionate purpose in your work, the sweet spot is find what you love, what you're good at, how you can serve others, and what people will actually pay you to do where all of that overlaps, bingo. Doesn't that sound a lot better than doing something you hate because it pays the bills? See, a lot of times people discount the risk 
of staying where you are. All they see is the risk of trying something new, the fear and risk of maybe I won't do that very well. Maybe I won't make money at it. Maybe I'll fail. But what about the risk of staying where you are if you're in a position where you hate your job and hate your life? That's a pretty bad risk right there, isn't it? Now, look, if it turns out you really aren't that passionate about this thing after all, no problem. Try another one of your passions. You know, it's okay to try new things. There is no one perfect passion for your entire life. Well, at least that's how it works for most of us. Some people are lucky and that's, they find it, boom, and they're done, man. It's just like for the rest of their life, this was it. God bless you. You really kind of ticked me off because I've never had that. But most of us, we've got multiple passions and we want to include these in our lives. And, And they will change throughout the course of our lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. You may find a career you love and stick with it for 40 years. Awesome. But you also might just find ways to tweak what you're doing throughout your career to keep it fresh and exciting. And maybe you're the kind of person who will decide to totally change your careers one or multiple times throughout your life. Just remember, there is no one right way to do it. But I beg you to put in the effort necessary to do it. See, some people claim you should just work hard at something. And, and once you get better at it, you'll, you'll, you know, if not become passionate about it, at least learn to like it. Well, you know what? I, I was really good at math in school. I worked hard at it and I hated it. I mean, I had teachers tell me you should do something in math, maybe become an accountant or an engineer. Ooh. I mean, really, that's the response that inside my body just bleh. No thanks. I probably could have been okay at it, made a living at it. I don't think I would have been awesome at it because I hated it. See, I want this on my tombstone. He followed his passion and purpose and greatness happened. Doesn't it make sense to try out things you really like? I mean, hey, you know, crazy, maybe even feel passionately about. When something starts to click for you, that's when you should develop your skills and become world-class at it. That will grow your passion and your success. But that isn't the ending point. You will still need to do research on ways to monetize it. You will still need to create goals and action plans to get there. In other words, yes, it still takes work. But why wouldn't you want to work at something you're passionate about instead of something just to earn a living? See, I don't want to earn a living. I want to make a life. Follow your passionate purpose is great advice if you understand what it really means. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnapp.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. Gregorybnapp.com. It's in the show notes as well. Hey, did you hear about the depressed man who was mugged? A robber pulled a gun on him and he says, your money or your life? The man hesitated a little bit. So the thief said, hey, didn't you hear me? Your money or your life? To which the depressed man replied, I'm thinking it over. Regardless of the amount of money you make or really how depressed you are. Your money is not worth more than your life. Your money or your life? How about yes? Why can't you have both? You know, you're worth more than your net worth. You know, still, it doesn't stink to have money, does it? I mean, why can't we have more money and more life? Why does it have to be one or the other? It doesn't. I've been poor enough that my wife called me crying one time because she got a parking ticket. She wasn't sure how we were going to pay it. 
I've also been rich enough to give money to a friend who needed a lawyer, provide meals to families going through hard times, and go on life-changing trips with my family. Big insight coming. Being richer is better than being poor. You're welcome. Some people's beliefs about money keep them from earning more. They think things like this. Money is the root of all evil. Sorry, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And it's talking about making money your idol. So don't do that. I like what P.T. Barnum said. Money is a terrible master, but an excellent servant. Here's another limiting belief about money. Only greedy people who exploit and cheat others make a lot of money. That's going to hurt you. You don't want to be one of those people. So why would you ever want to make a lot of money? Okay, here's a question. Did Steve Jobs or Bill Gates exploit and cheat others to make a lot of money? Did Michael Jordan exploit a lot of people to make money? The vast majority of high-income earners earn that money by serving others. They serve their way to tremendous wealth. Steve Jobs and Bill Gates built things that people wanted to buy. For Steve Jobs, people would line up around buildings waiting days to buy a product that he created. Michael Jordan, people couldn't pay enough to sit on the front row to watch him play basketball. They serve their way to tremendous wealth. Again, Zig Ziglar, one of my favorite quotes, you can get everything you want in this world if you just help enough other people get what they want. The only way to become truly successful is to serve your way to success. You create quality products, you create quality services, and people want to give you their money, happily giving you their money. If you tried to exploit them, you wouldn't last very long and you wouldn't really become successful. Henry Ford said this, it's not the employer who pays the wages. Employers handle the money. It's the customer who pays the wages. Love it. Another limiting belief about money. If I get rich, it'll change me. You know, I found money simply makes you more of what you are. If you're a nice person, money lets you be even nicer. Imagine how nice you could be and how much you could help people, families, charities, if you had more money. Now, if you're a jerk, you'll probably become an even bigger jerk. So don't do that. Another limiting belief about money. I'll have to become a workaholic and ignore my family to make a lot of money. Well, some people do that. It's true. Some people take that route. It goes to point number one about keeping the love of money in perspective. Because if you don't, you will give up your life for money. I mean, some people want it so bad, and I'm sure you've seen them. It becomes the focus of their lives. They plan out their major in college based on what has the highest earning potential, not what they really like to do. They go for the job with the best pay, not really the best job. They put in long hours and sacrifice virtually everything else to get the promotion. They put even more hours in, maybe to become partner. Sometimes they actually become financially successful. Hey, earning a great paycheck. Of course, in the meantime, they've realized they're miserable, divorced, and don't even know their kids. They took a good thing, earning money, made it into a God thing, their idol, and allowed it to destroy their lives. So don't do that. Is there another way? Yes, of course there is. The best way is to focus on the process of doing what you love and serving others. You know how much I'm into the process. Because if you're only focused on an outcome, if you're only focused on some future possible goal, say of earning X amount of money, you're never going to be satisfied and it's going to be a miserable trip. Look, even if you reach that goal, you may be happy for a little bit, but then you're going to look around and say, 
Really, is that all there is? Is that what I spent all this time and effort on? Is, is that what I put all my sacrifices into? And then you're always going to want more because it's never going to be enough. I'm sure you've already been there on smaller outcome-oriented goals, right? But, but, and there's a big but. I like big buts that I cannot lie. But if you focus on the process of doing what you love and serving others, that immediately makes you a success. You're not necessarily making a ton of money yet, but you are pursuing a worthy goal and desire. You have more joy in your life. You're nicer to your family and friends. You have some pep in your step. Struggling to make money at something you don't like or even hate, it kind of sucks. And making money at something you love fills you with joy because you're happily serving others. And it's really kind of cool because the more you happily serve others, the more you tend to start making more money. Focusing on this process, you're also going to tend to create better rhythms in your life. And you, you won't have to work at the exclusion of your family time, play, and everything else. Now, you may not make as much following a career rooted in your passion and purpose. You may not. But wouldn't you rather make a good living and be filled with joy and be the kind of person your spouse, kids, family, and friends actually want to be around? But then again, a lot of people end up making more money following their passion and purpose precisely because of how it changes their motivations, actions, and personality. Either way, which life would you rather have? Here are some action steps to get it started. Find your passion and purpose. Yeah, Greg, I'm trying to. I know, keep at it. Create your goals, including monetary goals. It's not a bad thing. And break those goals down to the smallest steps and achievable mini goals you can so that you know exactly what little steps you can take. And then develop that plan to get there. And then this is key. Take action on your plan every day. It's the old saying, inch by inch, it's a cinch. You can't do it all at once. One little action can get it started, and then you take action every day. And then pursue other passions that bring you and your family happiness. Remember, it doesn't always have to be one thing, and it might not be the first thing. And you might be surprised how much you end up making and how much you're helping others while doing it. Oh, and you know, maybe how joyful you are. I like what Julia Cameron said, what we really want to do is what we are really meant to do. And when we do what we are meant to do, money comes to us, doors open for us, we feel useful, and the work we do feels like play to us. I love that. Let's go. I hope this podcast resonates with you. And if it does, go to gregorybnapp.com. Find out more about my book and my free gift for you on how to find your purpose. GregoryBnap.com. It's in the show notes as well.